Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. We're in 1 Kings 11, and Solomon is starting to slide. If you've watched any of the prior episodes, you've seen Solomon be blessed by the Lord in profound ways, amazing ways. He, he prayed correctly. He did the right thing. He asked God for wisdom to do what God's called him to do for God's greatness not for his. And God honored it in abundance. He gave him wisdom, but he gave him money, stuff, things, influence beyond what anyone had had before or since in the nation of Israel. It was profound. But even with that kind of blessing, even with that kind of favor from the Lord, even with doing things so right for so long, he began to slide. And so chapter 11 begins to show us the slide. So let me read you the first couple of verses. We already talked about those in the last episode, just to set the context, and then we'll get into verses 3 and 4. So here's what the Bible says. Now, King Solomon loved many foreign women. Should be a problem. Uh, along with the daughter of Pharaoh, um, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, and Hittite women, from the nations concerning which the Lord had said to the people of Israel, you shall not enter into marriage with them, neither shall they with you. For surely, when you do this, God says, they will turn away your heart after their gods. Now Solomon clung to these in love. That's what we talked about last episode. In, in essence, God said, don't have anything to do with these women. Solomon could have built walls and barriers to prevent that, but he didn't. And once his eyes began to see him, he began to be attracted. And he failed to understand the depth of his wisdom. God, this is what you want me to know. But now what do you want me to do? How do you want me to act? Simply having biblical knowledge doesn't make you a disciple. It makes you a learner. You can be a student, but you will not be a disciplined follower. That's what a disciple is. You've got to ask the second question with equal importance, with equal vigor, and with equal seriousness. God, what do you want me to do? So he didn't do that. So here's what happened. Verse 3. He had 700 wives who were princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. Did you catch that? 700 wives. Now, they were all princesses, so what does that mean? Those were political marriages, but it doesn't matter. God said, don't have anything to do with these groups of people, because in the end, it will affect your heart. Solomon outthought, listen, outthought the word of God to his life. Solomon was smart. He was wise. So he sat down and he said, I don't want to be a warrior like my father David. Uh, he fought. He struggled his whole life. I have established the kingdom. David expanded the borders, established those. I built the infrastructure, the temple of God, which was most important, my house and everything else. I've done this. I don't want to fight. So here's what I'm going to do. Rather than stand firmly on what God said, don't have anything to do with these women, I'm going to marry them. Because if I marry them, right, then their daddies are not going to attack me. So Solomon outfought in his mind the word of God. Have you ever done that? Have you ever had clearly what God's word said, what how God's word leads in your life, but yet you've sat back and in your own wisdom and in your own musing said, you know, God just didn't address this clearly enough. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make this choice, this decision, and go down this road. Now, when you do that, what you're saying is I know better than God. And that's where Solomon had come to when it came to foreign women. He said, surely God doesn't understand that I've got to keep the peace. So I need to bring all these women into my household to keep the peace. I, I've sort of got to do that or I'm going to be at war. God just overlooked it. God's overlooked nothing that you and I need 
in our lives in His Word. His Word contains every single thing we need to, listen, on what we need to know and what we need to do. We can answer those two questions fully and completely from God's Word. We, we really can if, if we care to. But Solomon got to the point where he said, I don't know. Maybe I have to start charting my own course. Uh-oh, there's where the problem comes in. And so what happens? He had 700 wives who were princesses and 300 concubines. Now look at this last point. And his wives turned his heart away. Verse 4 says, For when Solomon was old, his wives turned his heart away uh, after uh, their gods and away from holy, true love for the Lord his God. How sad is that? Solomon experienced God in the now in such a way that all of us would clamor for. Yet he began to slide and he slid in the area of his heart. Now look what else it says. It goes on, he says, his not was not wholly true to the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. Now I know what some of you are saying. Yeah, but David was such a sinner. I wouldn't let David in my church. I wouldn't let David in my study group. I wouldn't let David to be my nephew. No way, David was a sinner. David was a sinner, but his heart was after God. See, Solomon said during his prayer, if you remember that several episodes ago, he said, God, when people sin, because everyone sins is in essence what he said, right? There's no one who doesn't sin. Forgive them if they repent. That was David. David sinned, but he repented with his whole heart. He was really sorry for what he had done. And you may not forgive people when they go astray. You may not forgive people when they sin, but guess what? God does. And aren't you glad he does? Oh, by the way, when people sin, it's probably not against you. It's probably against the Lord. So you might ought to cut on some slack right? Because the, the same way you judge people, when you struggle, you're going to be judged. That's sort of what that means. So anyway, so David, when he would sin, would repent wholeheartedly, but Solomon didn't. Solomon sinned, but he never went to the Lord and said, Lord, I am so sorry. I have failed you. Please forgive me. Now, I don't know where you are in your journey today. I don't know what's happening, but here's what I know for sure. If you have sinned, if you've wandered away from the Lord, maybe you've got a head full of knowledge, but a heart that's wandered away. Maybe you're trying to convince yourself with your study that you can outthink and outsmart God. If you just know enough, God's going to be impressed with your study and show favor in your life. That doesn't work that way. Psalm smarter than you. Not, way smarter than me. You're probably smarter than me. I'm sure you are. But Psalm was smarter than all of us. And it didn't work for him. He slid away from the Lord because his heart wasn't committed to Christ, to the Father rather. He just wasn't. So if you find yourself in that situation today, let me ask you to do something right now. Just tell God you're sorry. Just say, God, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You, you've, you've blessed me, Lord, that you've put a lot of information in my head. You've exposed me to the truth. Now change my heart so it is, it is after you and you alone. Let no other gods, no other things I see pull me aside. Now when you do that, God's going to bless you and give you unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. Lord, help us to love you with our whole heart all the time. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Man, I love you so much. Thank you for being with us. And guess what? We'll see you right back here next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again 
for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.